Hi, welcome to my podcast, Go For Two with Cargo. I'm your host, Cargo, and I'm joined by my co-host sometimes, Tyson, who is my two-year-old puppy. If this isn't your first time, hey, welcome back. And if you're new, hey, my name's Carlos, but everybody calls me Cargo, or Los. This is my podcast on where I keep you up to date on all 32 teams in the NFL, in season, and of course, during the offseason. During the NFL season, I got you covered on games, making predictions with some in-depth analysis, some fantasy football advice, and help break down some of the biggest headlines during the season. Now, during the offseason is where I like to go off. Get it? This is how my passion of football started. Since I was young, one of my favorite events was watching the NFL draft. Believe it or not, I used to write down every pick from player to team to even what school he went to. I grew up watching Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay talk about football prospects all day long. From trying to predict how teams will draft where a team will take the best available player or draft based on need. Now I've decided to share with you that same insight of my very own into my mock drafts. Now I'm not an expert, but it's always fun. I also like to cover free agent signing periods, and I also like to do a little quarterback shuffle where I create pairings for players to new places. I also, at the end of the offseason, will do an in-depth 32-team roster breakdown where I like to predict how their season will go and to see if they possibly did enough to make the playoffs and even possibly win a Super Bowl. Now, let's get started. Alrighty, guys. So with the NFL season starting in about less than 30 days, you know, I've decided to do a basically a team report where I'm going to be breaking down um, everything that happened last year, this offseason, and what I think this team will do um, in the future and how I think they're going to finish out in the um, the divisional and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, make sure you tune in for this one. Alrighty guys, so today's episode is going to be the AFC North, and we're going to be starting off with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, last year, uh, went 8-9 and nine and were third in the AFC North. I feel like the Cleveland Browns, the way I would describe the last season was, you know, that TikTok where uh, nothing can go wrong. Oh no, everything went wrong. That's exactly what I think happened last year. Um, you know, you talk about Baker getting hurt, the injuries, OBJ wanting to leave. So much turmoil last year, but um, let's go ahead and just get into some quick stats here. Uh, Baker Mayfield last year threw for 3,000 yards, 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions in 14 games. Nick Chubb had 1,200 yards rushing, eight touchdowns, one receiving touchdown. Um, Dearness Johnson, in two games that he started, he had 534 yards, three rushing touchdowns. Kareem Hunt, in eight games, had 386 yards and five touchdowns. The receiving group, we have Donovan Peoples-Jones with 597 yards receiving and three touchdowns. David Njoku, 475 yards receiving and four touchdowns here. So last year, they averaged about 20 points per game, which was 13th worst in the NFL. 145 yards rushing on the ground, which was fourth best. 195 yards passing, sixth worst in the NFL. 
and they had 340 yards on offense, which was 18th best in the NFL. Uh, last year on defense, John Johnson had three interceptions. Denzel Ward also had three interceptions. Malcolm Smith and Greedy Williams, two interceptions for them. Miles Garrett, 16 sacks. Jadavion Clowney had nine sacks last year. So they allowed about 21 points per game, which is actually 13th best in the NFL. They allowed 311 yards of total offense per game, which was fifth best. 202 yards passing, fifth best in the NFL. 109 yards rushing, 12th best in the NFL. 13 interceptions, tied for 15th most in the NFL. 43 sacks, which was ninth best in the NFL. Okay, so um, obviously a lot has changed in this offseason. Um, talk about big moves. Now, there are a lot of different layers here when it comes to the Cleveland Browns and Deshaun Watson and, and stuff like that. Um, I do have to say, you know, Andrew Barry deserves some credit uh, for what he's done with this football team since he's come in. Um, I like head coach Kevin Stefanski as well. Um, the, the, the problem is, is obviously what Deshaun did was wrong and he probably shouldn't even be in the NFL anymore. Um, guys have done a lot less and don't play a single snap after that. So that's just a tough part that's having to come to grips, but because he's talented, you know, we're willing to kind of overlook that, which is just really bad. It's horrible situation. Um, you know, and it just kind of just. Deshaun's, like, not really helping his case as well. He's just saying, like, I know I'm innocent, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, but yeah, I'm going to leave all that legal stuff for, like, another day. That's that's probably needs to be in the hands of somebody who's qualified to handle those types of situations. Um, it's hard for me to give an opinion when I don't know all the information. You know, the last thing I would want to do is say something that, you know – jeopardizes my credentials in the sense of like what I know versus what I don't know. So that's always just the toughest part, you know, about it. But, you know, obviously Deshaun Watson is an upgrade over uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, and I don't even really think it's close. I mean, it's, you're talking about a, a top quarterback in the NFL versus Baker who at times has struggled. Um, Let's just talk about Baker Mayfield first, though, really quick. Can we give this guy some credit for crying out loud? I know nobody really likes his moxie, and it kind of – it really does remind me of Johnny Manziel in the, in the way. But Baker literally just a year ago got the Cleveland Browns to their first playoff appearance and got them their first playoff win in I don't even know how long, you know. So um, we do need to give Baker some credit. I mean – if I was Baker, I probably would have done the same thing he did in trying to get out of Cleveland. Um, and I wonder if Cleveland kind of regrets, like, you know what, man, maybe we could have kept Baker, could have had him start. I know Baker probably would have been like, no, I'm not playing for you guys, you know. So, you know, now he's off in Carolina. Now we have Deshaun Watson, who's going to be essentially a suspended the first 11 games. And it's just kind of funny how the NFL just, like, did 11 games. And he just happens to come back and play against the Houston Texans, his old team. Um, you know, Roger Goodell and the NFL, they know what they're doing. They're selling these, they're selling the hype for this thing, you know, and that's a game that I'm definitely going to be watching here for sure. So we got to look in terms of, you know, Jacoby Brissett is going to be the starter here. Um, 
Yeah, that's going to be a tough uh, for sure for the team moving forward. Um, you know, this, but this team, you got to understand, though, they're going to be running the ball like crazy. I mean, they have three perfectly good running backs here. Nick Chubb, I don't know why people are not high on him this year. I think he's going to be fine. Kareem Hunt, um, he's actually trying to get out of Cleveland, from what I know. And they still have Dearness Johnson, who was pretty viable last year when both these guys were hurt. So I think they're going to be fine. You know, um, this offseason, they acquired Amari Cooper from the Cowboys for a fifth-round pick. Applause for Andrew Barry for taking advantage of the Cowboys in an opportunity. Like, oh, my goodness, that was great for them. I know Amari Cooper's not the most consistent wide receiver, but he's a really good wide receiver in his own right. We have to give him that. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones had a really good um, year last year with the opportunities that he had. Um, I expect him to be a guy that possibly could make a nice little jump this year. Um, and then after that, there's going to be a really big question mark for the wide receiver group. Uh, they have David Bell, who's a really good player. Um, I believe he's a third-round pick out of uh, Purdue here. Yeah, um, this is a guy who probably could have gone sooner if not for all the talent at the wide receiver. Um, and then they also have Michael Woods. A six-round pick out of Oklahoma who's been making a lot of plays in training camp. So um, I kind of like this wide receiver group in a weird way. You know, don't love Cooper, like Donovan Peoples-Jones, like David Bell. Um, like I said, I feel like Deshaun will be able to get these guys to play to a very high level that they probably have never played on before. So um, interesting to see what's going to happen there. Uh, David Njoku is a guy that super talented. He was a first-round pick uh, a couple of years ago. And um, he's had some moments, you know, but I think last year he really bought into the system. And I think he's going to be rewarded this year for it. Um, obviously, just signed a new deal. Um, these there's David Njoku, I really don't know where he's going to be in fantasy. I know Jacoby Percent likes to throw to tight ends, but um, this is not a guy that I'm going to go out and draft. But if he's in the waiver wires, I'll probably try to pick him up if he's really as good as he says he is in fantasy this year. And then they also have Harrison Bryan, who was a third-round pick last year. Um, so, like I said, a lot of 22 personnel here. And then as far as the offensive line, we've talked about how good this offensive line has been over the last couple of years. Um, Jedrick Wills, um, former first-round pick, has been really good. James Hudson was a uh, fourth-round pick last year, I believe. Um, he gives them some depth at the tackle position. Looking at the left guard, Joe Patino, solid player. Um, at the center, they did lose Nick Harris. He's going to be out for the year. He was supposed to be the starting center, but Ethan Poick will step in. I think he'll be fine. Wyatt Teller comes in at right, right guard. And then right tackle, Jake Coughlin uh, with Chris Hubbard as a backup. Uh, pretty much they return this offensive line. I, I don't really see them skipping a beat here. Um, and on defense... Um, this is a group that pretty much returns mostly all of their starters, except for a couple guys here and there. But obviously this defense is going to be led by Miles Garrett, who had 16 sacks last year, who is just an absolute beast. Um, the, the question has always been, can we get somebody to step up opposite of him? So, you know, they brought back Damian Clowney, which is great. Um, they even traded for Chase Mowinovich from the Patriots. So, um, now there's a little bit of a rotation here developing. 
Um, I also look for a guy like um, I think the question really too might be the defensive tackle position. Uh, Jordan Elliott was a third round pick a couple of years ago. Taven Bryan was a first round pick from the Jaguars a couple of years ago as well. Um, you know, we're going to see what we get from those guys. I do like those players. I think they're pretty solid. Um, the guy that I really like is their fourth round pick. Uh, Perion Winfrey, defensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Um, I think you can even slide him in as an uh, edge rusher as well. Um, I think he's really versatile. I think he's going to be a nice little piece in the middle of that defensive line here. Looking at the linebacker group, um, so they they have John uh, Anthony Walker Jr., Sony Takitaki, and then they have their fourth round pick, or he was a uh, second round pick last year in Jeremiah Osukumura, um, a really talented linebacker. He looks to have a bigger role this year. It's going to be interesting to see how they use him on defense, and they also have some depth as well at the position. So. Um, I look for him to really be a playmaker this year. Now, looking at the cornerback group, um, absolutely love this group. There's so much young talent here. It's insane. You talk about Denzel Ward, a former third overall pick a couple years ago, who's now the highest paid um, defensive back, I believe. And then opposite of him, you have Greg Newsom II, who was a first-round pick last year, who was an absolute baller. Greedy Williams had two interceptions last year. He's a former second-round pick. And then you know what the, the, the Cleveland Browns do? In the third round, they add Martin Emerson, a big, long corner, just another guy to add to the uh, rotation here. Um, at the safety position, um, they have John Johnson III, who was a great addition from uh, the Los Angeles Rams a couple of years ago. Uh, Grand Del Pitt had a, had a pretty good year last year. Um, but there's also some depth here at the position. Grand Del Pitt, Ronnie Harrison Jr., and Richard Legranti third. Um, like I said, I think this is a really nice group. Um, I think they have some versatility with a lot of guys on the defensive line, the linebacker, the cornerback position. I know that they lost. Um, I'm not sure uh, what his name was, but, you know, I, 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 I think they're just going to be just fine on defense. This is one of the better units on defense last year. I think with everybody coming back, they added some depth as well. I think they have a chance to be even better this year on defense. Um, they're going to need to be special on defense if they if they have if they want to have a chance to play in the playoffs. It's going to be on this defense, on this run game, and they could do that. They could win enough games to where Deshaun Watson comes back if he plays at a high level. And they could sneak into the playoffs. Um, I just think that the the toughest thing is within their division. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be good. The um, Baltimore Ravens are going to be better than they were last year. And then obviously the Cincinnati Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. They got better as well. So um, I do – and I've been going back and forth as far as, you know, who's going to win how many games here. And it's just impossible. I really think it's going to be close – ultimately, but I'm going to have to pick the Cleveland Browns in fourth place just because Deshaun Watson is going to be missing. If Deshaun Watson was starting, I would probably take them to win the Super Bowl, to be honest with you. Um, I think next year is going to be really interesting for the uh, Cleveland Browns here. Thank you guys for listening, and please feel free to reach out to me via social media. Uh, my IG is carlosgus17 and Twitter, carlosgus3.